what it used to be. The good news is, you don't have to figure it out on your own. If you're looking for truth, inspiration, and tips for success in the classroom and beyond, you're in the right place. It's time to turn the page to the future of the profession. This is the Next Chapter for Teachers podcast. Hello, everyone. I'm Erin Spinagle, and thank you for listening to Episode 18 of the Next Chapter for Teachers podcast. Today, we're going to talk about ChatGPT, a form of artificial intelligence you've probably heard about over the past year. We'll talk about what it is, what it means for classrooms, and how you can harness its abilities to assist with the things you do as a teacher. So first, what exactly is ChatGPT? Because I didn't really know for the longest time. Uh, It's a form of artificial intelligence, and you'll be happy to know it is free for the time being. It is free. But the GPT stands for Generative Pre-Trained Transformer. I didn't know it. I had to look it up. I just wondered, what does that acronym stand for? If you've ever had the uh, less than thrilling and more than likely a little frustrating experience of having to communicate your needs via a chatbot for customer service, either like online or on the phone, you know, where it asks you what you meant or spits out some topics from the help library that may or may not help you, chat GPT is like its cousin. It's like the chat box cousin. And I say cousin and not brother, sister, direct descendant, because it's much, much smarter. It's programmed to respond to you and write just like a human. And it's remarkably accurate. So it really is almost like communicating with an actual human being, only it's not. It's not for real. (laughs) Now, its history stops at 2021. So aside from asking it anything too recent, it can give you up-to-date ideas, responses, outlines, you name it. Pretty much nothing is off limits. But I have to be honest, my first impressions of this artificial intelligence were not positive. Because the first time I heard about ChatGPT in passing was about how kids were using it to cheat on assignments and using it to write their essays for them. So at first, it just sounded like one more of those things we needed to steer the kids away from. You know, we had Snapchat, we had TikTok, thought those were bad. But at least those things don't do their homework for them. But uh, I don't know if it's going to be that toxic in the long run. We'll see. There is the fear mongering. Yes, and I will call that fear-mongering, that we're all going to be replaced by robots or artificial intelligence, but I do not buy into that. I think that AI, artificial intelligence, can improve our lives. I mean, hey, if you're using your phone maps or GPS, you know how much better that is than MapQuest. So there are good things about it, and while there are jobs that may be replaced by people, someone will need to be programming the robots. I'm just not into catastrophizing, let's put it that way. But I've been playing around with ChatGPT, and while it's good, very, very good, and it's very fast, uh, everything I'm going to share with you, actually, that ChatGPT can do for you, it doesn't in no matter than a couple minutes. 
It's not fail safe, though. It's not 100% correct all the time. Most importantly, uh, it's not you. (laughs) It doesn't have a soul. It has no lived life experiences, no unique voice that sets it apart from everyone else. That's on you. You know, and we all seek human connection, people that feel and think like us, or if they don't feel or think like us, they challenge us. So chat GPT has the potential to make life easier, but it's not going to take the place of people, especially teachers, because we need the people to connect with students and provide their own unique talents and experiences to the world. So I feel that you're safe. That's just my opinion. Now, should the kids be using it to do their homework? I mean, yes, I've heard the arguments that it could be like a tutor to them and help them through things. But for me, it's a hard no. Uh, That's a line in the sand. No, because just like kids don't belong on social media because they, and honestly, many adults, can't emotionally and mentally process what they see or or do, no. Uh, there are age limits as to who can use ChatGPT, but we know, like with Snapchat and TikTok, they're going to get on there anyway. They're not supposed to be on those and <clears throat> they get on them, so I don't think that will stop them. Uh, I think it's going to be our next big issue in education, actually. Uh, sure, if they could use it responsibly, it could act like a tutor when they get stuck on something. Or they could use it with parental supervision to learn things, but come on. If you've been teaching any length of time, you know that's not how it's going to roll. And it's not how it's working out currently. And there are many other resources that kids can access, like online videos, Khan Academy, things you might have on your school drive or on Schoology for when they need assistance and RoboWriter doesn't need to be one of them because that's what they're using it for. They're using it to get out of work. When you are a fully developed person in your voice and place in this world, sure, but kids are not. The maturity isn't there, so it's a it's a no for me. But that's them. That's not you. Let's talk about what ChatGPD can do for you as a teacher. And before you balk, just stay with me and hear me out because I'm not a slacker, but I do believe in efficiency and productivity and saving teachers time so they can focus on themselves and the things that matter most in the classroom and in their lives. Teachers' executive functioning is taxed to the max every day. You know that always and in all ways. And as much as it's needed, things are not getting easier and nothing is being taken away. We're just getting more added to the plate. So what if chat GPT is what we've been waiting for? What if it can be like your personal teaching assistant, not doing your job for you, but alleviating some of the tasks and the thinking so that you can use your brain power for other things or even fewer things? That's a good thing, too. So I've been playing around with ChatGPT just to see how it works. And no, it's not always correct. You got to fact check it sometimes. And I don't like every idea it has or I feel that I need to edit some of the responses. So see, that's where your own individual voice and preferences come in. But it has the potential to alleviate some of your think load. That is for sure. So what I'm going to share with you today, here are seven of the ways, some of the ways, not all the ways, there's probably very many more, that teachers can use chat GPT as a way to teach smarter, not harder. And if you like these, 
or if you are curious for more information on getting started with ChatGPT in your classroom, I have created a guide to getting started with ChatGPT in 10 minutes or less that you can download in the show notes. And it even has prompts for you to ask GPT to get you started so you can just see for yourself very quickly how it works because it does not take you very long to get it going and to see the possibilities. So let's get started on the seven things that it can do for you, ChatGPT. Number one, when you need more information on a topic that you are teaching or creating resources for, ChatGPT can help you. Yes, you can Google it, but instead of having to click through a list of websites generated by the search engine, you can just get a synopsis all at once in one spot. You could even ask it for step-by-step directions and it will provide it for you or even give it a limit so it doesn't you know, give you too many, like tell you just need a paragraph or you need top three, or you, need a, you need something condensed down to five steps. You can be very specific and it will give you exactly what you're asking for. I mean, how often does that happen in education that give you exactly what you're asking for? So that's the first one. Number two is it can create extra practice for your students. Seriously, this thing is smart. And this could really help you and help your kids. So let's say you need more multiplication of decimals, word problems for your students for some re- skill reinforcement. You can ask ChatGPT to create a certain number of multiplication of decimals, word problems, and boom, it'll spit it out. And you can ask it to make an answer key. Now, check the answer key because I've called a couple answers that weren't correct. But you know what? It does save you time. And for the most part, 99% of the time, they're going to be correct. It gets even better, though, because you can be very specific. For example, if you need reading passages on a certain grade level or a Lexile level, it understands what that means. Just tell it the topic, even include certain words, vocabulary that you want in the passage. It'll do it. It will make a very, very good attempt, and it's so good you probably are going to go with it. So instead of hunting around for extra practice or even enrichment activities, you can save lots of time and provide for your students with the resources they need for free. Let's keep that in there. This thing is free right now. Yes, there is a plus version on there when you go to register. This is in the uh, guide, how to, re- how to get started, how to get registered, but um, or create account, an account rather, but you don't need a plus account. The free one works just fine. Now let's take a break for a second here. Is this cheating? Is what we're doing here cheating? No, not for adults, not for teachers. You know how to teach and you know how to do your job. This is just giving you a little more time to do it. And like I said, you still have to be discerning. So if you ask ChatGPT for five informative writing prompts on the environment, if you don't like a certain prompt, you don't have to use it or any of them for that matter. But it could give you some ideas to help you generate your own if you do get stuck. So take the help when you get it. It doesn't happen very often. Number three, let's keep going. Number three, create lists or outlines. So if Using chat GPT to generate your own content just feels like too much from somebody else or something else rather. Treating it like a search engine can't hurt. If you need a list of websites on a topic or a list of books, picture books that go along with a theme or unit, you can get them all at once, all in one place. 
Remember, you can be specific right down to the age, reading level, theme. It's going to make a very good attempt to give you exactly what you want. It's like talking to a person. You never know it was a robot, except it doesn't have a whole lot of personality. Anyway, you can also use it to help you plan. Let's get into planning for a second here. So let's just say you're creating a unit and you need a foundation of where to start. You can ask ChatGPT to create some sequences of study, vocabulary, subtopics to cover within the larger topics that get you started, and that's a big help. So you can use it to create just a skeleton guideline, and then you fill in the important things that you feel need to be included. If you don't want it to be too invasive or you feel like this is too invasive. Number four, chat GPT can help you create test questions or study guides, like any type of question. So if you need a variety of questions on the test or you just want certain questions like multiple choice, true or false, it can generate those for you. Give it the data or information you want the questions based on, copy and paste it in there. The more clear and specific you are, the more likely you are to get the responses you want. Yes, you can ask it for you to ask it for ask it to create you an answer key. Yes, it will give you the answers. It is just like a teacher manual. See how much time that would save you? You could create multiple assessments that way. And yes, you can even ask it to make rubrics. It will do it. Like I said, details matter and you're going to see in the chat GPT guide some of the prompts, how specific I am. You can do it too. How when you see I've written the prompts. But it will even take that rubric and put it in a table format for you. So all you have to do is copy and paste it into the document of your choice and use it. It's fantastic. Number five, chat GPT can help you provide communication when you need to respond to something and you're not sure how. So in my last podcast episode, and I believe in episode seven, I talk about removing yourself emotionally. I call it not jumping in the pool. When it comes to responding to parents in heated situations when you're, or when your emotions are high. So in those times where you need to respond or you need, you need to create like a playlist of sorts of responses of what you would say in certain situations so you don't have to be on the spot when these events or these communication issues with parents arise, you can ask ChatGPT to help you write some responses. Yes, you can edit it. Yes, you can personalize it. But you can have the framework to take that pressure off in the moment. Yes, I realize you have to make things specific to the situation. But if you just aren't quite sure how to respond or how to deal with the situation, you can kind of get a basic format, like a basic email of what you need to say just to get you through it. Number six, translation. Now, there are already a lot of translation apps out there, but you can use ChatGPT to translate a reading passage, a newsletter, or directions into another language. So this could help you communicating with parents as well or other st- or your students in your classroom. It would be very helpful to use it for translation if you have students or parents that don't speak English and you want to communicate with them on a regular basis or be able to provide that communication to them very quickly, along with your students that you can communicate easily with. It's also going to be helpful if you teach a foreign language and you need to generate extra practice enrichment resources for those students as well. 
So that is a very helpful thing that it can do. This last one, number seven. ChatGPT can give you feedback on writing assignments or written work. Yes. So you can plug in your student's writing. You can do this with your own writing, actually, if you want to have it look at what you've written and have ChatGPT give you feedback on a student's use of transitions, sentence structure, focus on a main idea. I mean, it's truly remarkable what this is able to do. Now, I know this goes into a gray area, that line in the sand over what's generated by you, the teacher, and then what's generated by AI. But think of it this way. First of all, you don't have to give the student the feedback if you don't like it. Maybe you just want to check and see if you're on the right track or if you're thinking about what you need to say is, is, well, is good. But if you create self-checking, automated graded assignments in Schoology or another learning management system that your school might be using, then that in its own way is artificial intelligence. And I know that feels like a stretch, but students can grow and learn faster when they receive feedback in a timely manner. That we know for sure. And if using ChatGPT allows us to do that, why not? I mean, sometimes we just have to change with the times a little bit. And I don't agree with all the changes we've had to make in education over the past few years. However, some things every once in a while can help us out and help us do what we need to do in a more timely manner and live our lives more efficiently. So to recap, seven ways that you can start using chat GPT to lessen your teaching load for real. When you need more information on a topic or need to learn about something that will help you teach a topic to students. Yes, I think that's number one. Number two, creating extra practice or enrichment activities for your students. This can be writing prompts, math problems, reading passages. There really is no limit. There is nothing this thing doesn't know. That is 2021. No, no, that's where that stops. That's brain stops for right now. But for the most part, there's nothing you can't ask it. Making lists or outlines. And this could be books, lists of books or resources that go with a teaching unit, an outline of how to teach a topic itself, lists and outlines. Number four, test questions, study guides, rubrics, answer keys, any type of assessment you may need. It can do it. Number five, Create communications such as email responses that you might need to send to parents or other community members for different things. You can have your basic structure of what you can send and then you can modify it as needed. Number six, translating any communication or resources for your students and their families into other languages. And then feedback on student writing or even on your own writing to help you improve your writing skills. So that's a lot. But it's a lot of things that can help you. So if this sounds like something that you want to check out, maybe before the new school year starts or if you're re- or if you're listening on a break, how you can get started with this for the new school year or to come back to school with some ways to help you alleviate some of the workload, you can get more information on how to get started with ChatGPT from my guide, how teachers can start using ChatGPT in 10 minutes or less. It is the link is in the show notes. It is also on my website, erinspinagle.com. It is free for you. Just get on there and request it. You'll get an email. Just confirm that it's really you that wants it. And it'll be right there in front of you to consume and start using so you can get set up immediately. So in conclusion, 
we're going to see more chat GPT related apps available to use or included in educational products as time goes on. I truly see that things are headed that way. While you may feel this lessens your role or importance as an educator, artificial intelligence, I actually think it only makes the human connection that a teacher can provide just that more important. So using AI such as ChatGPT lessens the mental load you bear as a teacher and lets you step into the next chapter of education where we use tools around us to work more efficiently and productively so that you can focus on the things about teaching that brought you to this profession in the first place. That's all for this episode of the Next Chapter for Teachers podcast. If you like what you heard, be sure to rate, subscribe, and leave a review. Join us next time when we turn the page to the future of the profession. Until then, remember to be different, but more importantly, be the difference. And I'll see you in the next chapter.